Welcome to Evolution Network. I'm David Mudrick. Today I'm going to talk about affirmations. So when I first heard about affirmations, I was a little skeptical. I mean, come on, you can really just say things over and over and change the way you think. So even though I was skeptical, I wanted to be a little open-minded because I really didn't understand them. So I thought, I don't know, let's give it a try. So I did a little reading about it, and what I realized is we use a similar process to affirmations many times in our lives. So let's say something like you're going to make dinner, and you realize you're out of some ingredient. Let's say you're out of milk. You might make a mental note to yourself saying, hey, I need to stop at the store on the way home from work tomorrow to get some milk. And then you may remember, hey, this is important. I really want to make this uh, dish tomorrow night. So you might write it on a slip of paper. You might uh, put it in your phone in a grocery list app. And if it's really important, you might even tell your spouse or one of your children, hey, don't let me forget to get the milk on the way home tomorrow. So what you're doing is, with repetition, you're putting this thought into your mind and in different methods to be reminded over and over. And if you've got four or five different ways that you've done this, there's a very good chance you're going to remember to get the milk on the way home tomorrow. So in a way, it's like affirmations. If you put a thought into your mind over and over, there's a better chance that you'll remember it. Let's use another example. Let's say a password on your computer. So the first time you put the password in and you're making it something complicated with numbers, letters, upper, lower case. Uh, the next day you have to type it in. You're probably not going to remember it. You might have, you have to look at your piece of paper. You have to put it in uh, from looking at it. And then maybe you do it 10 times. You won't even have to think about it. And let's say you do it for many months. It's going to be deeply embedded in your subconscious. You're really not going to have to think about it at all. And I don't know if you've ever had this happen. It's happened to me several times where I'm somewhere else away from my computer and there's some password that I just type in all the time and someone else needs to know it and I can't remember it. And as soon as I go back to my computer and I sit down and start to type, it comes to me instantly. It's like so embedded in your subconscious as a habit that you can't hardly bring it up to the surface to actually remember it. So what's happening without you even realizing you're using this repetition to get information into your subconscious all the time. So just like any new skill that you want to learn, let's say it's the first time you're going to learn to drive a car. The only way you learn is with repetition and practice. Yes, you studied the traffic rules, maybe took a driving course, and they told you about the car and how it operated. But at some point you had to get in and actually start the car and learn to drive. Now, there are things that you take for granted today when you get in the car. You don't even have to think about it. You put the key in, you put your seatbelt on, you start the car. It's just normal. Okay, but think about the first time you got in a car. It was very confusing. It was like, oh, do I put the key in first? Do I put my foot on the brake? Uh, when do I put my seatbelt on? That whole set of sequences had to be learned. But after you did it for maybe a week, uh, you didn't even have to think about it. It was just a normal practice. Your subconscious had learned that routine, and it was just going to take care of it for you. So you use repetition all the time to learn new skills, and then they become habits. So why are affirmations anything different? So anything you decide to do first begins with a thought. So if this thought is, 
I want to be happy. You just have to get that statement, I am happy, into your subconscious. Now, it's a little tricky. You want to make sure you don't say things like, I want to be happy. The subconscious doesn't have any rational thinking. So if you say, I want to be happy, it thinks, okay, I'm not happy today. So even though you may not feel happy today, and you may be feeling down and negative or depressed, uh, it sounds a little strange to say it, but you just have to keep saying, I am happy. So what you want to do is find as many different ways as you can throughout the day to get that statement, I am happy, embedded into your subconscious. So you could post it on a post-it note on your mirror so you see it the first thing you get up in the morning. Uh, you could put a reminder in your calendar to pop up every day and tell you. Uh, put something in your phone, uh, something like a reminder that comes up several times a day and just says, I am happy. You could put it on the lock screen on your phone, on your alarm clock. Just get creative and put it everywhere you can so that you're just seeing this all day long. I mean, you can do it with anything that you want. You can do it with... Uh, Statements like, I am grateful for my family and friends, I am smart, whatever you want to change your thinking on. So eventually these affirmations are going to be accepted by your subconscious mind as being true. And you're not going to have to think about them anymore, just like you don't have to think about starting your car or remembering your password. So these things worked for me. I mean, it took some time. You have to have patience. Don't give up on it. You're not going to change some way of thinking, something you've been thinking for many years in just a day or two. It's going to take a little bit of a time. I mean, what have you got to lose to try this? I mean, it's free. It's going to cost you a few post-it notes and, you know, five or ten minutes of your day. It's very minor when something pops up and just reminds you that you're happy. Now, I have to say with my experience that it is slightly more difficult to put affirmations in and override existing programs in your mind as compared to learning a brand new skill. This was a good example for me. So I've driven the United States all my life, so you're driving on one side of the road and you go to a foreign country. I had never driven on the other side of the road. So you get in a car and it seems impossible everything's backwards, the cars are on the other side of the road, the controls on the car are backwards. It just really seems like something you're not going to be able to do. But you don't have any choice. I rented a car, I need to get places, so I'm in this country, and uh, it takes all of your skill that you have to keep your focus on making the car go the right way and uh, staying on the right side of the road. And even when you come back to the car after you've gotten out of the car, uh, you want to walk to the wrong side of the car. But you push through this, and every day it gets a little better. And after a week, it actually seemed normal. Really didn't have to think about it anymore. It was almost as comfortable as uh, driving the way I had been for 30 or 40 years. So those new skills overwrote the, the skills that were in there, uh, which were all the opposite for driving in another country. And the interesting thing is, uh, once I got back to the U.S. and I got in my car, it felt all wrong. And it, it took not as long, I guess because there were a lot of years of uh, learning and that was still somewhere uh, in my mind. But it definitely took like 15 or 20 minutes to start feeling comfortable again uh, driving the way I had for 30 or 40 years. So 
Uh, you could see if you stayed long enough in another country and really got used to driving on the other side, it would probably be even harder when you got back to your own country. So the good thing is, once you've spent the time to really get this new thought or belief embedded into your mind, it's going to be a habit, just like driving or anything else, and you're really not going to have to think about it, and you can move on to the next thing that you want to work on. So what if the thing that you want to change is a lot more complex, and it's not just a simple statement like, I want to be happy, or I want to be abundant or patient, or whatever it is. Let's say you want to get more exercise, and you want to start running or jogging. Again, you already have this built-in belief or thought that you don't want to run uh, for whatever reason. You think it's going to be painful. You think you don't have time. You've got a lot of negative things already in your head that says, just don't do this. You know, you're going to be tired. You don't want to come home and do this after work. And let's say your goal is that you want to run two miles a day. So if you just look at taking on that challenge, your mind's going to throw up a bunch of objections to not do that because it looks like a monumental task to just go from not doing anything to running two miles a day. So you need to let your subconscious mind help work on this problem for you. So what you should do right before you're falling asleep is to say over and over to yourself, what would it take for me to run two miles a day? Just keep saying that as you fall off asleep. So you get that in your subconscious mind, and while you're sleeping, it's going to work on that problem for you. So your subconscious mind is like a supercomputer, so you need to let it help you develop plans. Unlike your conscious mind, it has very limited processing power. So when you wake up, don't jump right out of bed. Just lay there for a few minutes and start thinking. And most likely, you're going to start thinking about how you're going to implement this plan. You might have even dreamed about it. So think about it in your mind. You're probably going to come up with, okay, first I don't have any shoes. Then I'm going to need the right clothes. I don't know where I would run to. I don't have the time. But think about all these little steps. So all you've got to do is make the first step as small as possible. Now start to write this stuff down so you bring it out of your mind into reality. Let's say you only have three days a week that you think you can run, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So, okay, on Monday, I'm going to do as small a task as possible. So write down, I'm going to decide what shoe store I should go to to buy shoes. On Wednesday, I'm going to go purchase a pair of running shoes. On Friday, I'm just going to decide where I should go get some clothes. Then next week, you're going to go buy some running clothes. And then the following day, on that would be Wednesday, you're going to say, I'm just going to walk from my house for 10 minutes. Surely you can just take a walk for 10 minutes. And then by the next Friday, you're going to say, okay, I'm going to jog for 10 minutes. And then by the next Monday, you're going to try to run for five minutes. So every day, add just one minute. It's very simple. It doesn't look like a big task. And within three, four weeks, you're going to be running a couple of miles. And you've done it very slow. And now you've formed this habit in your mind that's going to be stuck in your mind. You're going to think, all right, it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I come home. What do I do? I put my running clothes on. I go for a run. So making these small steps every day, you're improving each time. You're running in one more minute, two more minutes. And you're getting a good feeling about that. You're like, I'm making progress, and this isn't that hard. 
And the next thing you know, it's going to become a normal habit and you'll hardly even have to think about it. It'll be just like getting in your car to go somewhere. You're not going to have to think about how do I get in the car and start it and how do I operate the vehicle. You're just going to come home and you're going to go for a run. And then you can just start to look at any obstacle that you want to conquer, any problem that you want to take on, and just try to break it down into something really small and make these small changes a little bit at a time. I know it's a method that's worked really well for me. And once you get some success with these experiences, you can try to take on some even larger changes, whether it's your relationships, your health, or your finances. You now have a plan, you now have a roadmap, and you can do the same kind of changes with any aspect of your life. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And please rate this podcast on iTunes, and please follow me on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, It's under David Mudrick. And I post uh, daily inspirational, thought-provoking messages on uh, both platforms. So you'll get those once a day. And uh, thanks for listening. Bye.